Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. that metal gets me ready to talk know, about beer. Right? Talk about yeah. beer and brewing and all the bullcrap. Bullcrap. That's right. Uh, well, episode three. Here we go. Second one in the studio. It's wonderful. Pretty excited. Yeah. I'm Dave. This is Matthias. This is our first guest. Yeah. I'm Jason. Jason, Jason. Lowry. Here, buddy. We're working on these things. And I'm Jason. There he yeah. is. There he is. All right. It was yeah. so low you couldn't hear it. So <laughs> it's uh, exciting, guys. Good to see you. Good to have you here, Jason. Thank you guys for having me on. I'm super excited to be the first guest. First guest. This show is going to be awesome. I'm the best to guest. We probably could shut it down after this. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. Let's see how I it know, rolls, right? right? <laughs> yeah, we set the bar pretty high. No, uh, no kidding. So uh, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, just family stuff and kids sports and building a whole barn brewery and i know and right all the fun things it's great i can't wait to get into that here a little bit later i want to yeah. hear all about everything like that you guys yeah. will get it all sweet family brewery pole barn all the things boating. all those Gotta things talk boating. About the boating too yeah yeah excellent what about you dave what are you up to uh nothing hung out with you on friday you did you and brian and ken sat yeah. there shot the sh crap uh, at the brewery. Oh, and my wife, and your my beautiful wife. Wife was there, so we weren't <laughs> yeah, just by ourselves. No, had you had a you had a chance to try some beers, right? Yeah, tried some beers. Uh, had the Soul Stealer first time this year. Yeah, it's very a, good. Turned e out really great. Easy nice red ale. red ale for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you let me try the new Talking with Your Hands. I did. New I hop did. profile. New hop. Yeah. So Talking with Your Hands with Nectar on. Yeah. So something really a little bit good. different, a little abnormal for Italian pills, but. Well, I thought that it really made it. Yeah, it's very nice. It's very good. First version was great too. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, changed it up a little bit, right? Yeah, it's good stuff. Dave, you know, one of the things that I really love about um, being here in the studio is the fact that right behind us, you can see our logo. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But we can't check that out. Now, so, uh, uh, this is my buddy uh, Dan Smith designed this for us. Got a couple up here on the coasters. Um, it's amazing what he did with just a very terrible hand-drawn concept for me. It um, wasn't great. It wasn't great. It was bad. <laughs> uh, but we ha you know, told him kind of what we wanted, and a couple iterations, we came back with this. And uh, forgot to shout it out on the first podcast, but I wanted to make sure uh, gave him props on that. My favorite feature is the mash paddle with the guitar neck. Oh, yeah, look at that. A little sick. zoom in right yeah. there. Blabbermont show. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he yeah. created that, which is obviously yeah. wonderful. Yeah, so. he's a wizard with Adobe Illustrator. So he did a nice job. Yeah. That's wonderful. So, yeah, he's been up at the brewery, had some beers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's at uh, Table uh, 90 and had some fun with him and his wife. <laughs> table nice. 90. Table 90. What that means. <laughs> it's your high top in the bar. Oh, okay. That's how we do things, right? <laughs> So uh, I heard your brother was in town. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, my brother was in town. Mark, uh, he's down in Georgia. His son, my nephew, is up helping Mike and Leah kind of manage the swim school, mm -hmm. Liquid Lifestyles. Uh, check out Liquid Lifestyles Swimming on Facebook. If your kids need swim lessons, these guys can't be beat. So uh, Absolutely. check them out. Uh, but 
um, Brandon is my nephew's name, and he got a new apartment, so he's moving in, and my brother was just moving nice. a bunch of stuff up. Had a little bit of a glitch. He got the keys to the apartment. There's no countertops in the kitchen. There's no toilet in the bathroom. So, well, the uh, toilet's a yeah, that's a small deal breaker. thing right yeah, there. That's right? A deal breaker. Deal breaker. Um, so, got the stuff in this garage there, and when he, you know, they get a toilet, we can move them in. So, well, that sounds like a lot of uh, problems on the first so day. Brandon, so. when you're ready to move in, let me. Let me know. I'll send Matthias over. I'll come be the heavy. Big, strong guy. Move some stuff in. <laughs> I think I just watched a, I saw a meme on, on Facebook about that, right? Um, if you're over 40 and you're moving, <laughs> yeah, hire somebody, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> People like me don't want to kill themselves for a six-pack of beer and a... No, pizza. That's, pizza. that's a no-go. But no I do go. it every day anyway, so yeah. I do it for peanuts. It's Mo- moving kegs all around <laughs> Moving kegs all day long. That's what we do. So, you know, we want to continue something from last show as people were always asking us as we go through the, the, the process, um, where do you see us? How do you find us? Um, how do you see more of us as we go along? So I think that's important for us to kind of hit that all the time. So what do we need right. to do? Uh, Facebook and YouTube are the main places yep. that we go live. Uh, we are The Blabbermouth Show. So go there, like, subscribe, hit the bell, do the things, hit the buttons. Smash that button. Yeah. I mean, Share, do all of those wonderful things. Yeah, share it. Yeah, more people that see it, hit the like, man. What does it take to get a like? Come on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How about we get into the show? All right, let's do it. Let's. Uh, we kind of just did that already. So, yeah. how about let's move on to the Vorloff? Move on to the next one. <laughs> hey, the best part about that is, is that. <laughs> We have it this time, and we can we hear can it. We can hear it, yeah. And it didn't cool. play repeatedly, which is what happened in the past. Hey, so give us, give us some time. We're good. Give us some time. Getting there. <laughs> We're getting there. Yeah. So we want to take this time during, during the Vorloff, our guest segment, to introduce to you our really close friend, Bruin Compadre, great man, Most Jason Lowry. Right? Yeah. Jason won the tw- 2021 Nikasi Brewer of the Year Award. Right. Wow. Also won some other awards um, locally. Yeah. We'll talk about that today too. Sure. Jason, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, brother. we appreciate, I appreciate it. you guys. It's yeah. awesome. Again, thank you. I'm really a, excited. Yeah, I love that beard too. It's <laughs> shining in that Where'd light. Where's yours go? You cutting it off? I mean, cut it off. Oh the haircut, though. I tell you what, yeah. it's, it's amazing. His haircut. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> it's fire. <laughs> I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Uh, All right. So. We have been posting online that we have options for you guys to go out and crack a beverage with us as we, as we move along the night. And tonight, we're going to do that before we get started with anything else. I think it's important. Um, some of our people have been saying, we want to see you guys have a beverage while you're talking. So yes. we, uh, they let you guys know on, on Facebook this week where to find um, our barrel-aged Clash of Clans. And so that's the beer of the night. We also have a growler in front of us. Dave, what's in that growler? Oh, that's my resting bitch face. Size on with R- raspberries. <laughs> RBF for everybody. That, RBF, uh, yeah. <laughs> needs to hear. So let's, let's go ahead and crack our barrel-aged Clash of Clans. Now, Jason, have you had this yet? I have not. You have not. I'm I excited a, to try it. I brought a big boy glass here. You guys have the samplers. <laughs> so Dave had this. Actually, he was one of the few people who had it on. You may have had it on 
No, I had Friday night we had our undraft. We had our undraft at uh, on Saturday at the Winter Warmer. That's right. It's the only place we'll ever be on draft. Okay. One time only. That's all we had. The rest of it's in, in cans. So cheers it up, guys. Cheers, bro. Cheers, fellas. Appreciate you. You're home. Cheers to you. Mm. There you go. Nice. Good. Strong. Yeah, I get that wood. Yeah. I got wood. I got wood. <laughs> So, yes, I'm 14 years old. That's funny to me. <laughs> it is all? funny. So what we, what we did with this beer, while we're talking about it, while you're sipping on it at home, um, in here in the, in the studio, is that we have our Clash of Clans, which is what I would consider to be a, a red um, shilling ale, right? Uh, nice collab- a combination between an um, a Irish red and a Scottish shilling ale. We talked about that in the previous versions of our shows when we talked about Vaughn over when he was at Portside uh, before he opened his own uh, book house. For the collaboration, he's Irish and Scottish, kind of blended those together. Um, but as we move forward, it's become that imperial 7.5% um, red shilling ale. Um, what we did, we barrel-aged it in Cleveland whiskey barrels for two years, almost wow. to the day. So two years. Two years, wow. Two years. Yeah. So a lot of oak up front, right? Uh, definitely hits that bourbon notes. Um, I think it's still... Um, malty enough that that comes through. What do you think? I agree. It's great. Great flavors. It's great. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I can smell the bourbon and definitely the that wood. Do you blend this? Yeah, I can smell the bourbon. Oh, come on, man. We're listening to ourselves live. I know. I <laughs> so uh, we blend it. So that's a good question, right? Coming so out of the beer we that you do. Yeah. So we okay. did this time. We don't always do that. With this beer, though, since it's set for two years, yeah. um, we wanted to just kind of do a little pick-me-up as it came out of it. Mm. So uh, over two years, we lost quite a bit of product, too, um, over to evaporation uh, through the barrel aging process. So it wasn't a whole bunch. I think out, out of a – we did a seven – we netted seven and a half barrels of bourbon, um, out of the bourbon barrels, and then we pushed back in a little less than a barrel. So – uh, of fresh that we brewed for St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so, that's great. Yeah, kind of nice. There we go. Mm-hmm. So we poured the beer, right? We're gonna, we're gonna try yours later, a little bit later, Dave, in the show. Definitely, sure. But uh, for this for this uh, segment, we want to really focus on on you, Jason. So you mentioned that uh, you are a brewer, right? We've talked yeah. about the. Awards that you won, we'll get into some of those things, but yeah. that's not really your day job, right? Correct. So what is your day job? So I work for the federal government as an air traffic controller. I'm going on 22 years now, so long time. 22 years? Yeah, dude. You're not that old. And I got three more, and I'm going to retire, so. Nice. I'm jealous. That's amazing. Nice. <laughs> so can you do, what's a, tell me what an air traffic controller does. So Are you on the runway things? and do the whole, like. I don't like, have the orange sticks. Why not? That's not me. Well, Someone else's job. Okay, someone else's job. It's not your job. (laughs) Um, So actually, I'm in a building. It's Cleveland Center. Um, There's a select few of them throughout the country. It's actually located in Oberlin. And when you say that, most people, if you guys are local listening to this, you think it's Lorain County Airport, but it's not. So we deal with all the high-altitude stuff, um, a lot of the surrounding states and Ohio. So um, it's fun. It's intense. Um, It's a great job. It's what I want to do since I was five, but I'm looking forward to being done with the swing shift. Yeah, I bet, (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's stuff. a great job. Yeah. Really nice. Great. So you're sitting in your little, t- is it a tower? 
No, so it's actually a building. Like I said, it's surrounded It's taking by all buildings. my mind and just blowing me up, right? I, I think sticks. I think tie tower, well, flyovers. Here's the thing with that. That's a different type of air traffic control. I mean, there are traffic controls that you see in the towers, <laughs> um, but they do a different job than they do. A lot of those guys are taxiing people around. And underneath yeah. the actual tower, they have radar rooms where they direct guys, you know, as they're landing and taking off, too. So Gotcha. But they're still considered. So nobody drawers. requests a flyby, and you have to tell them that's a negative. Uh, I mean, negative Ghost no, Rider. <laughs> patterns <Okay>. full. <laughs> hey, patterns full. Uh, yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> it doesn't mean that your job is less uh, exciting. No, it's I just very didn't. Exciting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you sit in a dark room, a radar room, and it's it's split up between different sectors. Um, most airports I deal with are Philadelphia, uh, Baltimore, Dallas, and uh, National. So those are the main airports that we space for in my area but um it, it's intense it gets busy it's it's a good time it's a great job you know? yeah, you've so, said it before yeah i love it so, nice yeah well good that's so, great yeah so that's my day job that's so, your day job yeah. pretty exciting so what uh got you interested in craft beer what got me into craft beer wow so my brother of all people early 2000s you know i was a miller like guy had to have the frosty mug and everything right. and didn't we all probably back then? We did. Um, unless you were a trader and you liked Bud Light. But um, <laughs> so he turned me on to Great Lakes Brewing, and Dortmund was actually the first craft beer I ever had, which is phenomenal beer. Um, so he had told me, like, you know, you got to try this beer, and I tried it, and it was just something I never tasted before, just the flavors and everything. And so that's actually the beer that got me into craft beer. That's a great beer. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, unbelievable i've had it multiple times obviously but it's still to this day like it's always a tried and true you can go back and it always tastes the same it's great and yeah I, I would i would venture to say that there are a lot of people in our area who would say the same thing about dortmunder definitely right yeah it's, in the area it was a great gateway yeah oh yeah gateway beer for, for sure 100 sure. yeah. so mark if you're listening out there um if you ever need a collaboration or someone to come in and, and kind of talk about how that was his beer in the craft beer. Yeah. You got the segment right here to run for yourself. You got me. So I'm yeah. here waiting. You got him. You got him. You got him. So if if Dortmunder was your entryway into craft beer and as long as, as a as a customer, right? Yeah. Um, what got you into the brewing world? How how did you start brewing beer? Well, so that goes back really far too. So probably mid two thousands, um that was probably closer to two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Um, my wife now at the time, so there's a, multiple times we went over the brew kettle and do the brew on premises there and try it. So two or three times we had to set up cause it's always booked up. So we'd have it months in advance ready. Well, yep. literally the night before every single time you get all the messages, we can't make it now. We can't make it now. Everybody flake out. So uh -huh. when we didn't end up canceling the thing and we never did it. Um, so fast forward about a decade, um, I'd always wanted the desire to try brewing. I yep. didn't know anything about it, obviously. Um, so one of the kids on my football team, I'm friends with his dad, and I was telling him about it. He's like, you got to talk to my buddy Ben Northheim, who I know you guys have talked about and yeah, you brewed yeah. with recently. And he's like, he's a brewer down at Collision Ben. And I was like, yeah, it'd be great. So Benny, you know, Benny, he, Benny, he connected Benny. us. Actually, I think the first time I met Ben <laughs> was at a boxing event. It was a crazy night. Um, we could talk about it off the air, but <laughs> Ben brought all this barrel age stuff and got everyone pretty drunk. So anyways, so I didn't think he'd remember me because we had talked beer that night and we were in Texas on vacation. I got a random text and it was from Ben. He forget he he didn't forget about it. He remembered me. He was like, hey, if you want to come brew at the place, you know, up at Collision Ben, come on up and brew. And which 
you know, Neil said, I've never brewed at home. I didn't know anything about it. I just, you know, I watched brewing shows and yeah. stuff like that, and it looked cool. So I go brew with him a batch of beer, and so it's fun, you know, doing all the stuff. After this long day doing everything, he's like, well, now the real work starts. So I didn't know what he thought. This is as I'm leaving because he had to go do all the cleaning and stuff now, <laughs> yeah. which I knew nothing about. And so that's where I learned that basically you're a big-time janitor, and I know you guys have hit on it before, that you do a lot of cleaning and all that. And that's all the stuff that I didn't even know. Um, so very overwhelming on that big, massive batch, you know, all their brewing system, yep. doing it the first time. So he hit me up a couple weeks later, and he was going to homebrew at his house. So I went to his house and did it. And I was like, wow, this is really fun because it was less intense. Everything was way smaller. But I had learned from the first time, so a lot of it made sense. It was just, you know, obviously a smaller setup, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So that got me into it. Um, so then after that, Ben became my best friend with brewing questions, and I literally would text him 500 times a day asking questions, and he answered every single one every time. So <laughs> he was great. great. Um, so, yeah, that got me into brewing. That's where I got my setup. He helped me pick out my first stuff that I was going to get. Um, and, yeah, it just went out of control from there. So I always say it's Ben's fault. I got drugged down the rabbit hole. So Yeah, we were <laughs> talking about it when I just brewed with them and he said, yeah, this guy, he went, you know, he didn't get the, the, you know, the cooler mash ton. He, he went, took my advice. Like you're going to end up here anyways. So don't mess around with this entry level stuff. For sure. That's probably saved you a lot of money. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. In in time. No, you're fine. In time. I mean, what a joy to say that a professional brewer helped you, your first times brewing and then got you your system that you needed so you set you up for success yeah. like oh yeah that's a big deal without a doubt and it's the initial investment up front buying all the big time so because i got a glycol chiller and all sorts of stuff for it and i rolled my eyes in the camera <laughs> <laughs> um but he told me he's like if you're gonna do it and you're gonna be all in i mean it's it, the money up front so everybody you know can help your stuff get better and yeah, yeah you know by nature everything that i do if i'm if i'm interested in something i'm 120 percent and I'm just all in. So it made sense for me to take that step and do it, you know? Absolutely. Well, that's why you're my dude, right? Yeah. We got the same thing together. All in. I know. All in. <laughs> all in. I love it, bro. Yeah. But for you guys out there, we got some emails last time about us saying that brewing is a janitor's job, right? Yeah. We're not knocking that whatsoever because no. it is no, no, true, no, no, right? No. You have to be Absolutely. solid in your cleaning. Yep. And so we want to lift those guys up because those people make the world go round. Without a doubt. Right? Yep. Yeah, so it's a hard job. Just because Dave wanted to have a chimp do it does not mean uh, that it's not chimps either, man. super important, man. Uh, <laughs> super important. <laughs> My goodness. So that's great. Yeah. Love Ben. I love yeah. Collision Ben. We talked Ben's about it before. Awesome. Luke's awesome. See those guys. Yeah. Um, you know, Luke has an origin story, too. Hope to have those guys on oh, yeah. the show at some point. Great people. Great people. So you're, uh, you're into the brewing. You're starting to brew. Uh, when did you start? entering competitions and getting some accolades so it started really quick i think i started brewing march of 2019 so just about i'd have to look at the day probably almost four years to the day um that summer actually i was in the lorraine county or the lorraine brew fest oh yeah i the came in second you won yeah. with the uh Oh, uh, oh, that that was, cit- was that, was that Citra Trails? Yes. Okay, you had just started brewing. Just started brewing, and you like, threw out Citra Trails like three or four months Jeez. later, like yeah. this. <laughs> Took me twenty years to get to there, to that point. So yeah, it, yeah, that that started off, and then that fall, um, I think the Snobs competition, they had uh, 
can't remember what it was. I sent a citrus basil pale ale mm. um, into the, it might have been the fruit and spice category, and I got a gold okay. medal with that one. And then nice. it just went, yeah. I had that beer. You brought me a can of that. That was really good. Did I? Yeah, you I'm did. Glad you liked it. You used Thank to bring you. me all your beers. You, <laughs> emphasis on used to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. My buddy. dude has jokes all the time. No, it's true, true though. I I, honestly. <laughs> no, that's, a good, that's a good segment. Won the Ninkasi Award. He got no time for you. No me. time for me. <laughs> Ninkasi, Matthias, Avon I, Brewing. I'm just a little man in a, in a big game. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, not at all, no, man. It's true. It's true. Not so at much all. So we can talk about that really quickly, right? I think yeah. that's important. Um, you mentioned that we were at the uh, steal your glass, right? Brewfest, Waterfront District in the rain. And every year we have a homebrew competition there. And we had a couple emails this past week about how to enter that. So we'll get yeah. that up on our site as soon as that, that's found out. But if you just go to their website, which is brewfestwd.com, brewfestwd.com, they'll have links to the homebrew competition. And both of you guys were in that every year now for since 2019. Right. I didn't enter it last year. That's why he, That's why I won. Dave won. Cuz I'm just playing, Dave. <laughs> you guys are nuts, man. Nah. <laughs> nah. So you, literally your first beer was the Citra Trails? Correct. Which is an all Citra hopped uh, New England IPA. Which we are brewing in our cycle this time again at Avon Brewing. It's a great um, beer. Because it's a great beer. Yeah. Obviously we changed up a little bit mm -hmm. uh, from when you did it at yeah. first, but um, Dave won first with the Blackberry Bamblam. Which we talked about before we, we we brew that beer. Amazing, it's amazing, yeah. right? Just mixes really well with the saison, right? The blackberry. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's nice. Yeah, won some major medals. Major awards. Yeah, yeah. Gold, did, silver. Did good. That was a good beer. It was a good beer. I love the artwork you guys posted for that too, by the way. Oh yeah, the blackberry bamboo. Yeah, yeah, and he had cool. to sing it. It's part of the deal. But <laughs> let's talk about the Citra Trails. Yeah. Um, because yeah. you got second that year, and honestly, it was. You know, as any UFC fighter, anybody else, it was, a, it was a split decision because they were both really good beers, and everybody was blown away by the fact that a someone brought a hazy in a can that was, but I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you, was better than probably half of the beers that were at the actual brew fest. Wow, thank you. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's not me saying it. That's not me saying it. Of it there, and I had a couple. I was like, whoa, this is. <laughs> I would take this over Man. these professional breweries. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah, no, it was really good. Thank you. Yeah. So let's talk about that beer. What? What? Yeah. So it's all citrus based. Yeah. Tell us how you did it on your your system. As far as like the whole brew setup. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? So I do brew in a bag um, when I brew. So the whole outline with what you guys have on your format for the show is a little different from what I do. Actual, the real format in brewing. Um, so I actually do brew in a bag, which Ben hooked me up with that too. Um, I know the efficiency isn't there, and I've had a lot of people say it does. It's not any good when you brew like brew in a bag. The efficiency uh. isn't there. It's not as good. But honestly, if you dial it in, it's you can make fantastic beer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean on a homebrew scale, you add a couple extra pounds of grain. What's, yeah, yeah, for what's sure. a big deal? Yep. Um, so yeah, that I, so I brewed that, and like I said, I think I did a. Multiple step hop in that yep. um, dry hop twice, I think. Um, so now you have the uh, the ability to uh, have a vessel where you purge purge the yeah, oxygen. Yeah, that's actually a good question. So um, on top of my conical fermenters, um, I put a so I have a spike brewing setup. Um, so like I said, everything's glycol chilled. So when I do the dry hop, when I first started, 
Um, obviously, I'd hook CO2 up to it, um, pull the top off, because all my cooling coals go down the middle, so I pull the top off. While the CO2 is coming out, I dump them in, you know, typical way to do it. So, you know, it eliminated most oxygen. I don't think you can, on a homebrew setup, actually eliminate all oxygen, even though some people say you can. Um, so then I modified it, seeing people on Instagram that were putting sight glasses on top um, and basically purging the sight glass with the hops in there, which that's what I currently do. Um, I'm limited, though, because I have a, with the spike lids that I have, I think there's an inch and a half TC port um, that's on there. So I can get about three ounces per dump as I'm doing it. So if it's a huge dry hop, when it take, like you're putting times. it in, purging <laughs> it, dumping, and it's, so I usually purge it two or three times. And like I said, it's it's worth it to eliminate as much oxygen as you can. I'm not going to claim that all the oxygen is actually out of there because I know it's probably not. That's just being real, but at least it helps, you know, tenfold. You feel you get a little it. bit extra shelf life? I do. Yeah. Um, like I said, I I don't know. <laughs> I have so much to learn about brewing still, but I feel that it, yeah, I feel it's a great way yeah, to do it, you know. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah, it's worth the investment <laughs> if you can do it. I mean. I yeah. That's I awesome. Just, I just opened a dump right yeah. now, so. No, it's great. Make I mean, quick. talk about even on a professional level, uh, Sean um, over at Noble Beast, he has one of those um, hoppers, right, on the yeah. top w- yep. where he's able to purge it and, mm-hmm. and flush it right into his yeah. tank. And so it's definitely something that's important, right? Yeah. And we have to do other things as well. We open the lid up and we push CO2, CO2 through every port possible yeah. and, yep. and trying to keep those things oh, yeah. out. And yep. lucky for us, you know, we're able to push those, you know, move product pretty quickly but mm-hmm. but you're right i think that is definitely in shelf stable yeah. you know less oxygen is, is really important so right. nice job hey, thanks it's exciting so what, what other other than citra trails with us um, yeah. and you mentioned uh the snobs and then the nikasi right before we get to nikasi what what other any other other uh awards and collaborations you've done yeah so um let me i gotta think back now so i won i think my second year at the brew fest um, with my two hop New England IP, and that's what I ended up doing a collab with Collision Bend, mm-hmm. kind of like you did this, right. this beer that you guys just did. Um, so I won that. Um, I won that summer is when I won. So that was my second year brewing. I got, I think I sent six beers to the uh, National Homebrew Comp, and I medaled on three of them. That's when I got the uh, Ninkasi. And then, three of them, you said? Yeah, yeah, three of them got it. Yeah. So then that fall. I entered the snobs again when they had it, and I think I got two silvers there. Um, so, yeah, that's all the awards. I did another collab with Crooked Packer um, out in Chagrin Falls. So we we made a fire hazy out there. It was so good. Um, Eric had reached out to me and asked if I wanted to do a collab, and that, that was nothing for an award or anything like that. He just wanted to brew a collab, and so I went out there, and those dudes are awesome. They're a trip. Um, it was so much fun <laughs> brewing, but we made a great beer. So, um that's that's it for the I guess collabs and then I can't think of any of the well, let's talk, uh, that so I got, you know. Crooked Packer, we did a beer with them as well, went out there and brewed with them. But yeah. they actually canned your product and put your logo on it. They did. Pretty sweet. Yeah, it that's was awesome. cool. Uh, they over the top everything they do, it's it's great. It was so much fun. So nice stuff. Yeah. So then in Kasi, what what beers did you brew and what metals did you get? Yeah, so I sent I believe six beers, five beers, I got to think. I sent um, my winter ale, which made it to the third round. It didn't win anything. Um, I sent a California Common that made it to the second round. I think I sent that Citrus Basil ale, Pale Ale 
it made it to the first round. That was it. It didn't go any farther. Um, the three that I medaled on, um, I got three silvers. So I got the American IPA, and that was an all Citra Hop West Coast IPA I did for that one. Um, I got a silver for a New England IPA, which wow. I can't remember the hops I put in that one. And then I got the Pale Ale, which I sent a session IPA in because it's very similar. Mm-hmm. And so I got the Pale Ale one too. So I got three silvers. And I know you talked about it the last podcast how um, the Nicasi is the highest score out of all the home brewers. So, and I actually won the Nicasi, which yeah, is pretty that's crazy. Great. So, yeah. So you won with uh, IPA. Wait, wait like, that's an IPA heavy. Oh, yeah. We're not worthy, oh, dude. I have so much to dude. learn. That's no. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's a great. Added it's to great. Have. It's very exciting. But there's, I have, so, and there's. That's why you're a stud. A great I'll talk attitude. about this later on about that. But. Great attitude to have, but Thank for you. real, you can't sit here and, and not be excited be about the fact proud. that oh, you yeah, are the we're the number one. Yeah. Home brewer. And the in thing the is, and yeah. the thing is, with IPAs, it's got to be the most crowded category. Always is. By There's far. By Always far is. the most yeah. entries. So you win in those categories. You, you've Honestly, done something. Yeah, and so I, I love brewing all styles of beer, you know. My favorite are IPAs. That's just whether it's New England Session, American, all sort. You know, I even love some pale ales too. But And that's what I, I put a lot of my time and effort to read a lot about IPAs and hopping and stuff like that. Um, the new IPA is a great book. Um, if you it guys is. haven't read that, actually, you did read that. Yeah, great book. Um, it's I've read that multiple times. I know I think he's going to go back and make a second version of it, but I've learned a lot just from that book. Um, but yeah, IPA heavy in that mm-hmm. in that metal run that I had there. Let's go. Yeah. That's a big deal, right? <laughs> yeah. So congratulations on that. That's, Thank you. that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. And I know it was a couple. You know, not that just this year, but I mean, honestly, that's something that's going to stick around with you for a long time. Oh yeah. Right? So as you begin to look at where that's where that's at, and look, you have a shirt on today, which is important. Uh, oh, so yeah. it's not just Check Jason Lowry, right? So Jason, um, when he puts can art out, he has a logo, right? Because you don't just go by Jason Lowry, the home brewer, right? No. <laughs> oh no. Well, oh Too pedestrian. no. That is below me. Oh, no, I don't right? do that. Yeah. He doesn't do that. If you haven't noticed by now, he's very, 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 very much. Um, level-headed of the process, yeah. but um, Steel City Brewing Company. Correct. Steel with the E at the end. Steel City Amherst. Correct. Right? Amherst, Ohio. So Amherst, Steel, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that really quickly, yeah. if you don't mind, right? So this is way beyond home brewery, right? Correct. This is a professional brew house on a small scale, right? That's your desire. Yeah. And if you go online, we'll talk about how to find you in a second, but you currently are bre- – building right yeah a brew barn correct talk about it yeah so when i started brewing obviously we talked about how i went over the top with everything so our half of our garage now is all brewing stuff and then i ran lines down through the sill place into our basement so he did my whole wife's utility room is full of fermenters and kegerators and our whole overflow fridge is full of kegs yep. and our whole overflow freezer is full of hops and it's starting to everything cause, else uh, is friction, a canyon and everything yeah so eventually <laughs> she's like you have to do something else which is great because i'm like well let's build a pole barn and yep. on top of the pole barn i will do another side and make that a whole brewing side so now is this a commercial venture yeah so that's that's another good question so um I wanted to move my stuff out there, obviously. So, and also, I brew so much. Not lately, because I've been building that, which is why I don't have beers here. I know they talked about it last week, and 
I disappointed him with the last. I did not call you out. That I didn't, I didn't say a word about it. I told him when I brew after we get back from spring break, I let it ride. That I will, I will bring him some fine beverages. Excellent. Um, yeah. Wait. So go back to the barn real quick. So um, I don't know if you guys watched him heard of Franklin Brewing out of Elyria. So he did the same thing. Um, my whole thing I want to do is basically do cans to go. Um, for now, he did it out of his barn out back at his house for years in Elyria. So. That's what I'm trying to do for now. Um, where that goes from that point, I'm not sure if I go bigger after I retire or ride it out and see. Like I said, I have, I know I can brew pretty good. Um, I have a lot to learn with that, but also I know it's a whole other form of learning when you're actually running a business, which you know that it's there's so much to learn in that thing that I don't want to go all in in that. So it would be great because now I can do it at my house and I can learn the business. You and can then, just dip your toe in. Yes, and figure like yourself it. out. Yeah. And then if I want to go open up a tap room somewhere I go mm-hmm. and do it, you know, because obviously that's where the money is, is tap room sales. I mean, you can can all you want, but, you know, when you have tap room sales, that's where the money is, you know. So. Yeah, for sure. So you're looking at um, even opening up this Steel City yeah. cans to go before you retire. Correct. That's interesting. Yeah, so I'll open I'll try And exciting, it. by the way. I, I thought yeah. you were just waiting until you retired. No. So but you're I out there busting hump at this. Yeah, I'm going to my license and just obviously just do cans to go. I, there won't be on-site consumption or anything. Um, I think you could do so big of samples and stuff like that. We could probably get a glass um, or two, Matthias. Don't you think? Over the brew no, barn? Just hanging not, out? Not on just YouTube out. and Facebook. Oh, okay. But <laughs> here, off the mic. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come. So, we're totally going to be there. That's what it was. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's my whole goal, what I want to do. Um, like I said, I, I'm so busy right now with my swing shifts at work and yep. coaching football and all my kids' sports. And, you know, God bless my wife for taking care of everything she does and allows me to do all this stuff. But She's good um, people. Oh, she's awesome. Um, but, yeah, so that, that's what I'm looking to do for the next couple of years. Um, like I said, there's, there's still licensing involved and everything like that, which I know um, I need to get a bigger system. I ended up getting a one-barrel system. Um, I'll upgrade my fermenters. I want to get a couple two barrel and then one barrel just uh, jacketed fermenters and throw yep. in there too. So that's good. And it's a lot of beer. It is a lot of beer for what I'm trying to do. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you're you're currently at, the progress is that the the barn's up. Yeah. And you're putting. I saw pictures uh, just yesterday of your cooler, right? Yeah. So I'm building my own walk-in cooler. Um, I got close to get coolers, and it was outrageous, even for used ones. Um, some of you guys watching probably know Ryan Banyas. Mm-hmm. Um, does all the stainless work for a lot of breweries around here. Um, all of our stuff. His work is Sick. amazing, impeccable, dude. Sick. Um, so he hooked me up with Unhitch Brewing, yep. if you heard of them. And so he's like, hit up Adam because they have their own walking cooler that's mm-hmm. built. So, of course, I hit him up and they gave me all this info. And I'm building my own. It'll probably cost me a third of the cost, mm-hmm. but I'm doing a 10 by 16. So it's. All I need right now. So, are you using a condenser and evaporator? Evaporator? Uh, yep. Are you gonna go with the? Uh, Actually, the guy just cool messaged bot. me before I walked in. I'm not doing the cool bot. Gotcha. Doing a, yep, condenser. Is that the one that pulls cold air when it's cold out? Cold bot. The cool bot. Yeah. No, it takes a it's home like an air conditioning unit that goes uh, in the window. Gotcha. That actually tricks it to going down to freezing temperatures. Oh, yep. okay. Yep. So you probably need a couple of those. You're gonna do that ten? Was it ten by sixteen? I, yeah, it just depends. I, I don't know size-wise how much they go up to, if you need one or two or how many it be for that. But um, my father-in-law knows everybody's in construction, so he hooked me up with a guy who's going to get me a really good deal on all the stuff. So That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Nice. Yeah. Now, i got to sneak in some boat talk. It looks talk. like there might be room for you to park your boat in there in the off-season. True? 
There could be. Okay. In the barn? Yeah. Yeah, so the 40, so I have the brewing side is going to be a 40 by 40 area. Um, so I have a shop side that's 40 by 56. And that's just for cars and tools and whatever. But wow. we currently dry dock our boat, so they keep it in storage. Oh, okay. Um, right. Just up in, right on the lake, just about five minutes from us. So, Where do you uh, dock in the summer? At Beaver North. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So my wife wants to get a slip this year and put it down in the water, so I got to get the bottom paint done and everything on it. So yeah. We love fishing. Yeah. My kids love fishing, too. You got a bow rider or cabin? Uh, center console. Okay. Yeah. So it's great because we, we can fit – I think 10 or 12 people on our boat, plus you have room to fish and all that. We don't have a cabin to go down into, but it's perfect for what we need. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, we expect some invites to that, too. Yeah, Absolutely. I was, was going to say, yeah. it's good to have friends that have boats. Yeah. Hey, everyone that has a boat's <laughs> the best friend, you know? Right. <laughs> and you know I'll bring beer. Yeah. Of course. Bring I beer. So. Yeah. Growlers, yeah. I'll bring cans. It's all yeah, good. This is awesome. So I'm going to ask you another question, kind of yeah. rolling through that um concept because i asked you about your cans earlier your, mm-hmm. your, your logo for steel city brewing company yeah you know how have you connected your beer to your local area because you, you mentioned that you just sent in a few beers to the national homebrews competition yeah um you just call it a winter ale etc but you name your beers too right I so i love doing it, it i love coming up the concept yeah so let's that, talk so. about that for a second you know how do you connect that to your community um not just amherst but the surrounding area because i know you love your home and you're big in your, your city and yeah and you coach ball, and that's great. So For talk sure. about that. So, yeah, none of the beers specifically are – I know there's breweries that their community they're in, all the beers are based – everything they name is based off their community mm-hmm. they're in. Um, I've had a few that I've named just for stuff around there because Amherst is a sandstone uh, capital of the world, so a lot of rock and stuff like that. So I've had a couple that I've named from that. Um, but the biggest thing is just Steel City itself. Um, local people, like, they have kids that go to – like, they know Amherst. They think of it as Amherst Steel. Yep. Um, so the steel comets is what it is. And that's based off to go back, I guess. So I grew up in Grafton farm town, um, Mitty. you're I'm a Mitty. Mitty. I knew you're a Mitty. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, great people in Grafton. I never had the community aspect of anything growing up. So once we moved to Amherst, I realized what it is. Like we still live in the township, which is, we're just like five minutes West of the downtown part of the city, but Everybody knows everybody. It's great. It's a great community. And that's what I loved about Amherst. That's why I fell in love with it. Um, it turned me into a social butterfly. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, you know, finding the whole Steel name um, in the school, I found out what it was. And actually, Marion Steel, she was a principal there for 50-some years, I think. Um, she retired back in, like, 1957. But she was, like, the queen of just community was involved with everything yep. and I loved it and I still see it and people talk about it all the time. And that's what made me love the community so much around there. And that's why I was like, steel city brewing just sounds awesome. Cause it's just community based, you know? So I put my heart and soul into that name um, just for the community itself. So every beer in itself to get back to the question is not named for there, but the brewery itself is like for the, sure. the whole foundation of it. So but your window air winter ale is called, Leg lamp, leg lamp which, yeah, right? which is based off the leg lamp from Christmas Story, which yep. is awesome. So you have a beer that's based around fishing. Yeah, soaking bait. That's my session IPA. Yeah, that that. that's it's great. great name. Yeah, so I, I got to give that to my buddy Aaron. So he's the one that introduced me to Ben because <laughs> I asked him like, "What's a great fishing?" He was like, "Just soaking bait." So that's what I named it. So hats off to you, Aaron. Thanks, buddy. Good stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. That's cool. <laughs> So we mentioned to you about your beer, right? Yeah. So 
I love your. You're not talking a whole lot about them. You're holding it tight to your chest, but you have really cool names for your beer. Um, really cool logos. You spend time, effort, and money on those things. Yeah. Um, so what? What about and what's inside the can, right? What, which makes your beer unique? Like, let's talk about that. Everybody has their own thing, right? Yeah. Um, what makes your beer unique, and why is it relevant? Wow, that's that's two big questions. Um, unique wise, I think everyone that brews probably has a little bit of a reason why they do it, or they can come up with a story why it's unique. Yep. All I can say is every every beer that I brew, I don't just look them up online. I know you can get a, you can anyone can Google a recipe and just brew a beer, which you know is cool and you can make great beer doing that. But I think the uniqueness of each beer of mine, I spend countless hours designing recipes and just studying which yeast to use and hop combinations. And it's there's so much more than just brewing the beer. There's there's so much time and effort that nobody sees, but when they brew it, they enjoy it. Yep. And then when they actually find out the 120% effort I talked about before and everything you put into it, I think that's what makes my beers unique for my own beers. You know what I mean? No, 100%. That's why I wanted to ask the question because, you know, I, we've talked a lot of times about life, not just about beer. But for sure. that idea of vision plus energy equals effort, right? Absolutely. Sustained effort. And so that's yep. what we're talking about. So it's not just yeah. that you want to do the beer and you want it right. That, that yeah. vision that we have for what we want, and that's why we connected so well uh, is that we're both obsessed with the process, for sure, right? Obsessed with the process of being better humans. Yeah. Obsessed with the process of being better dads. Mm-hmm. You know, coaches, yeah. brewers. Yeah. And that's that's who we are, right? Absolutely. So, you know, that's what I do as a brewer, yeah. and I think that's great. So it's a great way to be unique in your process, and you can tell, right? You're not yeah. just cookie cuttering, you know, from one payload to the next. Yeah. Um, there's depth. There's complexity. Mm-hmm. There's You're probably you you guys both are probably your own worst critics when you try a beer. I'll say, that's a good beer. That's a great beer. Eh, I don't know. Maybe I bump up the weed a little bit. Maybe I'll try this different yeast. I'm like, no, I think it's good. Yeah. yeah. Mm, you know, you know how it goes. I do, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Definitely. So, where do people find you, Jace? How do they On find the you? Socials. socials. How do they want to see the progress of your of your barn, or, or how do you find where Steel City is? You have any social media for that? I do. So I'm not on all the social medias, but um, I am on Facebook for Steel City Brewing Company. Yep. Remember E at the end of Steel. Uh, Instagram, Steel City Brewing. Um, that's where you can find me. I mostly Instagram all my stuff. Um, Steel City Brewing. Steel City Brewing is the Instagram. All right. S T E E L E City Brewing yep. on Instagram. And Facebook was what? Steel City Brewing Company. Steel City Brewing Company. Look them up. Yeah, check them out. Follow Do that. Them. Like, Unique follow, beers. subscribe, share. See the progress, what's going on with you and, and your family. And yeah. while we're at it, right here, the same thing, right? Blabber Malt. The Blabber Malt Show. Facebook, YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe, share. Do all those wonderful Do things. All the things. Hit, Hit the, the buttons, button, man. y'all. Hit that yeah. button. <laughs> all right. Next all right, segment. Let's, let's go on the next segment. All right. Well, one thing I did wanted to uh, ask Jason about is the we saw you out at the Winter Warmer. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked about it on the last two shows, but I just wanted to, you know, see what you thought. What was your highlight? Uh, what was your favorite beer from the event? Um, Ooh, that's tough. I had so many great beers. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want me to go with the beers or start with that? or? Yeah, give me the beer. Yeah, so as Best I walk show. in... My wife goes to the bathroom, and as she walks out, I turn around, Matthias is there. Not, so, and, and, uh, 
<laughs> Clear that up. I was not in no, the bathroom. No, he was not in the bathroom. He was <laughs> Yeah, or so in any place around it. At his porn place that he was porn, he's standing there. And so as soon as I walk over, he's like, dude, you got to taste this. So it was the mass head. Uh, yeah. The, uh, so they did that Stag Junior. Stag Junior, that's what it was. Unbelievable. Like, that was the first beer I had there. And so I drank lots of different beers. Um, that was one of my favorite. And then over at Noble Beast, um, they had that barrel-aged uh, cookies and milk. Mm unbelievable beer too but like i said that's not downplaying anyone else's stuff because there's i had so many great beers there which is a great event if you guys haven't went to it i highly suggest this is the second time that um we went it's so great just talking to the brewers because saturday it's a two-day event now yep um so saturday most of the brewers are there so it's really cool um like i said through the socials i met a lot of these brewers i met you outside of socials but a lot of these other brewers I met, so you go there and they know you just walking in, so it's really fun just talking with them. Um, which to hit back to your other question about being relevant, I think yep. that goes with the whole thing too um, as far as staying relevant is getting your name out there and connecting with people And because craft beer is the most amazing community. I think it is. I mean, just uh, everyone is out to help each other. It's just a great thing, so getting your name out there and staying relevant that way, I think is, you know, one of the biggest things to do, you know, and like I said, there's, there's so much learning to do, but everyone has all the information. If you ask questions and everyone's very willing to talk and help you out. You know? No, totally. So that's why I love going to it. So totally agree. I mean, and, and it kind of goes to show. So I remember the whole process with you, right. And it's funny to see how excited I was to share something with you. That wasn't our product. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Which is a part of the whole Brewing world, yeah, right. Oh yeah. So I'm like, listen, you gotta try something. It wasn't something we brought to the table. It was was our neighbors beside us at, at Masthead because yeah. it was the last what they had, and uh, I saw you across the way, and I got a little 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 tug. That was it, right? <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta try this, man, because yeah. uh, it was really good. It uh, was. You know, they had won that. That beer was also the winner of. Yeah. Uh, yeah so that's just great stuff. Yep. So I'm 14, and he just said he got a little tug. Sorry, sorry. It's fine. Okay, hey, we love you. Emails, put that <laughs> put that coin away. That's how it's how it goes. All right, so let's talk about homebrew happenings, Dave. What what did you pour for us today? Yeah, well, I just uh, this is the RBF uh, Saison with raspberries. What's that stand for? Resting bitch face. I had to. Badum ching. Yeah. This is your saison with raspberries. Yeah. It's a little light on the raspberry, but I kind of I kind of knew that going in. What else do you have in here? Um, I used the um, White Labs five sixty five Belgian saison yeast. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, what did I put in it? Um, Noble hop that I. I get a nice spiciness with yep. it. Um, yeah. The yeast does throw I, some nice spice. I think it was mm. East Kent Golding was the okay. main hop and uh, sterling really in the post. Yeah, and one of the things that fresh raspberries do uh, is give it a really cool tartness that you don't get in your typical in your normal saison that you mm-hmm. brew. So, um, while you say it's light on the raspberry, I think that uh, it is, but I'm not saying that's a problem, right? Nice and tart. Hint of raspberry. Mm. Hint yeah, of raspberry. I think it's, it's okay. 
That's good. Is we'll ABV. your own worst, worst critic? Um, <laughs> about five and a half. That's perfect. 5.6. Yeah, that's really good. That's yeah. crushable, man. That's, that's a good beer. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Absolutely. Um, so I realized today that um, NHC entries have to be in. The National Homebrew Competition have to be in by Friday. <laughs> so I, I just reread that email. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to drive to Indianapolis. The first round is in Indianapolis. Yeah. So I, uh, but I ended up getting – I just – bottled a couple bottles and uh went to ups packed them up sent them out it'll be there tomorrow so, perfect nice yeah. nice so if you do the we do the show and you're the one talking about it and you forgot make sure you're paying attention to what we talk about here on these homebrew happenings yeah so that you get can your find beers those things in. out get your beers in let's go <laughs> yeah. what about you jason do you have any uh you said you're gonna brew some more beers on the horizon what's your yeah what's the next path for you what, what's your cycle gonna look like so I got a hazy. I'm going to brew probably we get back from spring break after the first week of April. So I have two or three beers that I want to do. Um, I'm going to do that. I have an American Pilsner that mm. I do, um, which is really good. And then I've been designing a new American light lager, which will be the first time I've done one of those. So lagers are huge, which so many people think the lager game's coming back. I think lagers have always been there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's they're they're great. So I want to learn to make some. I made other lagers in the past, but I want to try an American light lager. Yeah, so, good uh, stuff. That's that's on the horizon. So I also well have uh, my barrel. I have an apple brandy barrel, so I have a stout in there. I think it went in at ten point nine percent. It's been in there for about a year now. So at some point, I need to make another batch Yank of that, that out and blend it. And yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's on the horizon for me. Exciting stuff. Is that a five-gallon barrel? I have a 10-gallon and a five-gallon. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, nice. Are you yeah. surprised? I'm not. Not at all. Here we I go mean, again. That's <laughs> what we got. That's what we got. Uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, in the, in the pro world, right, we have St. Paddy's Day coming up, and a lot of uh, beers being released across the area. Oh, yeah. Um, and I know I wanted to spend some time really quickly talking about what's going on at ABC, because you were there the other day and saw Brian. Oh, yeah, he was telling us about the menu, and oh, I, there's like five things on the menu I got to have. I know, right? He takes that corned beef, rubs it down with the, was it, um, brown sugar, mustard, and the spice mix. Yep. And then uh, roasts it. I mean, I've had it last year, and mm -hmm. it's amazing. And it goes into a couple different dishes. There's a little special yeah. recipe that? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the menu f uh, for St. Patrick's Day is literally only – uh, for that day, corned beef base for most of the items on the list. You can find it on our Instagram and Facebook page at Avon Brewing Co. Avon Brewing Co. Full list of menu items for us: um, corned beef dinners, wraps, sandwiches, uh, cocannon, bangers and mash, um, Patty's pizzas, right? Patty burgers. Get the uh, beef stew. Oh yeah, uh, beef stew. Making me hungry. Making me hungry. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Um, we also released, uh, again, our, our barrel-aged uh, Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans, our Red Ale, and our... Um, Soul Stealer. Soul Stealer. Yeah. And our Irish Stout, right, which I think is really good, too. Right. You tried that the other day. Our Black Abbey. So that's what's going on in Avon. ZZ's uh, going to be... Both Avon's opening at noon on Friday. Uh, it's flip-flopping Friday and Saturday hours. So open at noon to midnight on Friday and two on Saturday. ZZ's is open at noon um, on Friday as well. Okay. Uh, drink specials, posted those today. Medina, 
Big drink specials again today. Food from Big Dog Daddy will be open um, again all day there as well. Um, we just did a new beer in Medina. It's called Survivor Series Hop Games. So my wrestling background is exciting. So Ooh, awesome. Survivor Series at Idaho 7 in Cascade. That beer's on. And Avon, we just released today our ugly New England IPA, which is a oh, okay, yeah. fantastic I a, beer. I had a preview of that uh, a week or so ago. Yeah, I got I you think, a small yeah. sample yeah, of that. Yeah, that good. is a... That is a eight percent hazy, loaded with ugly fruit, which is a Jamaican tangelo hybrid grapefruit, tangerine, just a killer hazy. Yeah. So that's what's going on in the world of Avon. Um, you see on Facebook uh, most recently, we did not do this this year, but it was International Women's Day, March eighth. Um, yeah. What did what did you see about that? Um, yeah, I saw there was a bunch of breweries locally, and uh, you know they do these events and. There's a lot of snobs, female snobs that are involved. Uh, they do um, great work for the Pink Boots Society, yep. uh, which they benefit education and women who are in brewing, mm-hmm. and they provide, uh, you know, scholarship opportunities for people in training in for brewing. Sure. And uh, it's a it's a really good event. And the beers that they brew are gonna be, you know, available next month, and part of the proceeds will benefit the Pink Boots Society. So. Heck yeah. Doing a lot of good there. Yep. Bell Tower, Kent, Hi Ho, and Cuyahoga Falls, and Birdfish in Columbiana all yeah. did a collaboration brew day for that. So check those guys out. We'll see what that Pink uh, Boot Society beer yeah, is. Yeah, we'll let you know when they get released for sure. Absolutely. Arshea, um, our friend Ron over at Arshea uh, is having a, a um, big announcement coming up uh, next Tuesday, which is a reopening. Yeah, the, I just saw the video he posted there. They really opened up the space, revamped it. They're going to have a bunch of daily events. Uh, they, I, they have some cornhole boards inside, so you can even, you know, play in the inclement weather. And uh, it looks like it's going to be a great space. And, Absolutely. You know, relaunching with a bunch of new beers and yep. everything. So. They already do a great, uh, a great thing. Um, but it also shows that we listen. You know, yeah. people talk and they send us emails and they, we meet them face-to-face and they give us ideas and suggestions. We don't just toss those uh, by the wayside. So Ron took that to heart and really kind of pulled things back and is going to relaunch with a lot of good ideas from a lot of his, uh, his guests. So that's exciting. Yeah, I can't wait to get back down there. It's been a long time since I've been there. For sure. Last two weeks we done touched base about Franklin. You mentioned Franklin as well tonight. Yeah. Um, Franklin had their um, soft opening. Uh, last week, and uh, I saw online that they were open on Sunday for the general public. The people were there, yeah, uh, sipping on some beverages. Yeah, I think we're going to hang out there, aren't we? We're going to go. Yeah, we're going to go uh, check it out. Little trip down to Grafton, check out the tap room. I hope it's nice enough. The weather's not going to be so great, but it'd be great if they could have that garage door open. Uh, but I'm hoping for a tour of the brewery if it's not super busy. Oh, yeah. But I hope it's super busy for them, and they're selling a lot of beer. That'd Heck be yeah. great. Yeah. We'll be there on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, we'll be there. What time are you going to be there? Look yeah, to the boss. The Look to the boss. Look to the boss. Uh, one o'clock, maybe. One o'clock. So we're yeah. going to be there. Yeah. Going to start the day there and then work way back to Avon Brewing. Yeah. So. Start far and work your way back. Work your yeah. way back. Yeah. I sent you uh, a Starflyer Brewing Company post. Yeah. Um, it looks like they are planning in Canton. And if you're interested in doing Kickstarter, they have that available live right now. They're almost complete. 
But if you're interested in helping out a new brewery in Canton, Starflyer Brewing Company, check out their webpage uh, and their Facebook also for their Kickstarter, which yeah, is live. Yeah, I think they had, uh, like, you get a sticker for 5 bucks, 10 bucks, you get a sticker packet, mm-hmm. T-shirt for 25 and I think 100 you get a hooded sweater, yeah. a sweatshirt. Pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. So if you're in the area, back somebody that gets involved in your community. So right. yeah. exciting stuff. We mentioned about railroad in the past. Yeah, their um, center station is open. Absolutely, I, I stopped drive in. by and parking lots full. Parking lots full. Yeah, how how is it inside? It's nice. Yeah, uh, their pictures are online. It looks just you know it's it's not exactly as it was in the previous two uh, versions. Cool. Um, so they've done some work to make it their own, um, which is which is great. They have uh, food, which is wonderful. Their beers flowing on tap and. Uh, they're really excited. They're right by the tracks, and I talked to Tom again, and, and they're just excited. So their brunch menu looks good. Um, so we're definitely planning on trying to get ourselves over over to the center station right there with our neighbors in Avon Railroad Brewing. Uh, lastly, on the, the uh, Pro Brewer happening, the news section, we have Green Valley Brewing Company. This is from, from you, uh, Dave. It's a new brewery in Hudson. Yeah, I saw their post, and uh, they had a video, showed the inside, and I'm not sure how long ago it was, but... They're gonna. They said they're targeting opening spring, early summer. It looks a little aggressive to me by just what that video showed. But hey, man, let's do it. Get it done. It looks awesome. Open it does. some breweries. Yeah. yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They got nice. an awesome brewer too. So. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. Um, again, uh, up and coming events uh, here in the local scene. This is kind of one of the things we want to continue to talk about is. Not just beer happenings and not just food happenings uh, in local breweries, which we just talked about, but we want to get into this idea of entertainment, right? What's going on in the local scene, uh, brewing world and others. So um, there's a really cool event coming up this Saturday, Bruzology. Oh, yeah, at the uh, uh, Science Center. At the Science Center. Great Lake Science Center, yeah. Yep. yep, so the deets are this Saturday, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. That's the 7 to 8 is the VIP uh, the Great Lakes Science Center. Uh, look up Bruzology Beer Fest. Um, we're going to be there. I think there's, uh, I believe they said, between 40 and 50 other breweries uh, going to be in attendance. Yeah. From what I understand, you can also in- enjoy the museum while you're there. I mean. Yeah, fully open. The museum's fully, fully open. Fully open, yeah. All of the attractions are there, and, and you can play on all of the devices and, and sit and touch and, and, and read all of the things about the Science Center. So it's all, it's all right there. Yeah, that's cool. Come have a beer. Hang out the Science Center. Learn something. Learn something. Come yeah. say hi. Right? We talked about some St. Patty's events, lots of great food. Um, Dave says that we should be drinking green beer. I posted that on our page, and he's like, don't drink don't green drink beer. Don't drink green beer, people. <laughs> but you know people are going to. Okay. All right. right? We're going we're gonna to make our Avon light uh, green. <laughs> oh, our Medina nice. light is going to be green. It tastes oh, wow. the same, so go ahead. Yeah, why not? Don't listen to me. It's craft beer. Make it That's good. Fair. So we have some beer releases. Kind of yes. have your sheet there for you. You guys can look at it and see what's going on around on the world so you can see what the problem is. I mentioned that we have our ugly any IPA coming out. Um, Dave, what else do you see on, on the beer release schedule? Well, I know my wife will be happy that Fatheads is coming out with their lime feeling good Mexican lager. That beer is she's really, amazing. She's really in so them good. like Mexican lagers recently. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's a good one we're looking forward to. I have uh, one in the tank just so you know. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Did we become best friends? I think so, too. <laughs> uh, 
Clag Brewing in Sandusky, who I love, love uh, awesome. they have two versions yeah. of their Sintu uh, fruited sours. Uh, they have a mango, orange, pineapple, and a kiwi pineapple. Mm. They just came out. And I saw the pictures online. They look amazing. Phenomenal. Oh. Yeah. Have you had them? I haven't, but I've seen the pictures. Yeah, I got, man, I got to get out great. there. We love Clegg. So that's going to be on our stop, too. Yeah. Uh, Terrestrial has their Peach Shredder. It's a Berliner Weiss coming out. And uh, what is their big black furry creature from Mars? <laughs> a black IPA with citra hops? Got to love those guys. What? Got to love those yeah. guys. Is that a... Is that a fish song? Is that a big black furry creature from ours? I don't know. I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me if they were doing a fish reference for that. Uh, <laughs> sibling uh, and Heinen's collaborated, and they have a barrel-aged French toast brown ale, which sounds pretty amazing. It it does. I like French toast. Yeah, I like French toast is good. I like brown ales. So I do like brown ales. I think that's going to be great. Yeah, your boys at Collision uh, Bend got something going on. Got a Baltic Porter. Mm. It's phenomenal. It is good. That's one of their. Yeah. That's one that. Yeah, they've had that out before, and that yeah. is just a great oh, beer. It's on draft down on there. On yeah. draft. So there's lots more uh, beer that that's are out there. Uh, again, we've uh, kind of talked with our, our friends over at uh, Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News dot com for a complete list. They're also on Facebook at Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News. So yeah. check those guys out for the big list. They put them out. They put every a lot week. of work into that list, and it's worth checking out. Yeah, yeah so we don't steal all their thunder, but. Content's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's great. We'll Rob does a nice job. Yes, he does. <laughs> and now, now they partnered with the uh, the brew crew, right? Yeah, yeah, the fight crew. So that's that's exciting. Check them out. So other events. Uh, Dave said that he had a random event that he wanted to talk about for Cleveland Taco Week. Yeah, early next month it's Cleveland Taco Week. I don't know anything else about it, but uh, check it out at uh, clevelandtacoweek.com. I mean, I'm he not surprised they do Taco Week. Yeah, they do wing week, burger week, yeah. burger week is pierogi week. Yeah. I mean, literally all the weeks. So <laughs> they hit us up all the time. Um, we have not gotten hit up for the taco, so get I'm not board. sure I'm offended for that. But get hit to the thing. They're also really cheap. You can probably get about five tacos for five dollars. Yeah. What about some music events, bud? Uh, well, I got the Life of Agony show coming up uh, March 25th, Saturday, next Saturday. Uh, it's going to be awesome. We're running out of time here, so we got to yeah, speed good. it up. Uh, we're going uh, April 1st, Temple Live. We're going to Hairball. It's, uh, you know, a tribute to all things 80, Arena Rock. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. A bunch of friends going to that. Sounds um, like fun. Kill Switch Engage. Nice. April 15th. We didn't talk. Are you, what's your music genre of choice? I'm all over the place. Yeah? Yeah, it depends on what I'm doing. Yeah? Like I'll go to right. a little little bit of country. Oh. Yeah? Some old I could tell that. Hair band shred days. Nice. You know, I go to some rap. Ooh. Cool. All over the place. Oh, that's you know? cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I need to include more rap events in here. Anyway. Events in general. Uh, I'm not really into house music or raves at all, but uh, House of Blues is having a bikini bottom rave on <laughs> April 15th. Matthias is going to that. I don't really <laughs> know what that is, but I'm sort of, I'm not, not interested in it. You do not want to see me in a bikini bottom. <laughs> I love SpongeBob. Come on. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. So that's kind of one of the things we're looking at here is, is what we can do to, to get more events out there. Uh, we've, we talked about last week about the Adam Sandler, other comedies that are, that are coming. Um, yeah. And so, you know, keep track of those things as well. Um, we're definitely into to helping out our local community. Um, 
But also questions, right? What questions do you guys have for us? What do you want to hear about? What do you want to see? What direction do you want to see our, our show move in? Yeah, something you like, something you don't like. Should we do more of something, less of something else? You know, just let us know. Uh, blabbermalt at gmail.com where you can hit us up or hit us in the comments. Yep. Hit yep. Hit us in the comments. So we have one email question, and we'll kind of do a little bit of a grain out because um, we're running short on time. Um, real quick, top of your head, five seconds. What style of beer do you wish would become the next big thing? I don't know. Uh, for me, I don't know that it's not a thing, but Saison's are kind of a thing I like, so I wish that would be uh, the big thing. The big thing. Jay? Oh, man. Different lagers. Kind of mentioned it already, right? Yeah. Lagers. Yeah. I think we're heading that direction, too. Yeah. Uh, in that same vein, I'm, I'm really getting into the cold IPA. Right? Uh, I knew I love, he was going to say I love that. IPAs. I think it's a wave of the future. I've talked about those things before. Haze is here to stay. I think the cold IPA is going to be here to stay, too. I do. I think so. Next week, we have an episode on Tuesday, 7 o'clock. It's not the big right. production. going to be a little itty-bitty, itty-bitty. But, Dave, on the 28th of March, we have back here at 7 p.m. Who's our guest? Yeah, we got Kara Baker, head brewer over nice. at Brick and Barrel. Yeah, yeah Kara. She's one of the first people I met at the Snobs. was very nice to me when I was a new member, and I love her. And I uh, can't wait to talk to her. Awesome. So as we get to wind down, we're smidge over time. Let's email your questions and content suggestions to blabbermalt at gmail.com. That's blabbermalt at gmail.com. Facebook and YouTube at The Blabbermalt Show. Twitter and Instagram at blabbermalt. Like and subscribe. Don't forget that. Punch the button. Share today on Facebook. Get us some views, right? That's awesome. Now, we have a little thing at the end of the show, right? Yeah. Until then, guys. Stay, Stay malty, Cleveland. Cleveland.